Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. This morning, this morning if you were here at the 9 a.m. service, you heard that Sister Tharp's daughter, Erica, uh, she's had battled cystic fibrosis for some time and was in the hospital uh, just this past week and even this morning, uh, not able to breathe, uh, just struggling uh, with uh, something that had come on her. And anytime something uh, flu-like, something jumps on with somebody with cystic fibrosis, it can be very serious. Uh, This morning they uh, put her on a ventilator and told the family that you could anticipate around one to two weeks uh, of her being on that ventilator. She's up at OSU right now, but the church prayed. The church prayed nine hours ago. The church prayed nine hours ago, right around this time. We prayed, we spoke the name of Jesus, and, and what the doctor said would be one week was less than 24 hours. She's now off of the ventilator. She's going, going home tomorrow or Tuesday. Come on, because when you speak the name of Jesus, He still heals. Shout Jesus from the mountain. Oh, shout Jesus in the darkness. Come on, sing it. Oh, Jesus, for my head. I speak the holy name. I think we ought to just worship Him right now. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name. Jesus. Oh, why don't you love him? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I'm thankful for the Lord. Are you thankful for what you hear and hear, what you feel in this building tonight? Didn't these young people do a great job? Come on, give them a hand. Amen. I think you ought to turn to a few people around you. Tell them anything can happen tonight. God can do anything tonight. That scripture says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. When his spirit's present, anything can happen. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. I feel liberty in this building tonight. You know God can do anything on a Sunday night. We got a powerful preacher tonight that's going to preach to us. He doesn't need an introduction from me or anybody else. But we love and appreciate Pastor and Sister Nehemiah Gators. Before you come, I want to say, I want to say as your friend that I love you, that I appreciate you. This church loves you. We're grateful for who you are. We believe in who you are. We believe you have a word for us tonight. We're going to receive the word, aren't we? Let's welcome the man of God as he comes to preach. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, sir. Well, praise the Lord. Them them young people are powerful, y'all. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise for the future. 
Come on, I got them in Bible class. They're so sensitive to the Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God some glory. We give you glory, Lord. All the honor and glory goes to you, oh God. Thank you for a secure future, Lord. Hallelujah. Would you just pray in the Holy Ghost? Would you just pray in the Spirit? Come on, let's get in one accord in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Come on, that's it. Press in just a little bit more. Come on, our pastor would want us to have church tonight. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to Exodus 34. I didn't give him the scripture text, but I give honor to our pastor tonight. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Honor uh, Pastor Cody, all the ministry in the house, and uh, God is so good to us. Amen. He's so good to us. Um, verse 31. You got it? You got it? Say, I got it. And Moses called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned unto him. And Moses talked with them. And afterward, all the children of Israel came nigh, and he gave them commandment, all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. Until Moses had done Speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spake unto the children of Israel that which he had commanded. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of the faith of Moses' face shone. And Moses put the veil upon his face again until he went in to speak with him. So let's say praise the Lord. Lord, we thank you for what we feel tonight. Thank you that you've called us into the kingdom for such a time as this. Lord, I pray that you'd simply use me as a conduit that we'd hear your voice tonight. These are your people. This is your church. And we thank you, Jesus. I ask your anointing to rest upon our spirit. Give us ears to hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Everyone said in Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you. You're gifted. She got it, y'all. That's awesome. She got it. Praise the Lord. I, I don't, I don't really have a title. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a feeler after the Lord, and that's just, just my makeup, and uh, that's where I feel most comfortable at. Not that I'm going to be shotgun preaching, but uh, 
there's a vein that the Holy Ghost gently puts me in and I kind of stay there because I feel peace in my spirit. Praise the Lord. Um, it talks about in Revelation, it talks about, Brother Chris, it talks about um, the angel of the church and how God addressed the angel of the church uh, to speak to the church. And when you see angel in the word of the Lord, that's not only supernatural beings, but it's also um, a pastor, a teacher, a priest, uh, someone that is uh, endued with power from on high and anointed mostly <laughs> for the case, uh, for the priority, if you will, to lead us to greener pastures and to make sure we get to heaven. Somebody say praise the Lord. Um, now, when I, say, when I say angel, I'm talking about biblical angel. When I say pastor, I'm talking about a biblical pastor. Uh, I believe in the fivefold ministry, the apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers, the hand of God to perfect and edify the church. I believe in that. Our pastor believes in that. Praise the Lord. And I'm glad it's not limited down just uh, the sight of God just to one man, if you will. All of it's important. Praise the Lord. And I thank God for that. But in the last days, we need to hear the voice of God. Now, listen to me. I'm not talking about a sermon. I'm not talking about something that's cute. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm standing on the platform of biblical teaching and speaking. Now, a true angel, more, a true angel doesn't care more or less uh, <laughs> how you feel, but what you know is true and what you know is right before the Lord. Because we only got one shot. Can I get a witness from somebody? And you don't know when that is. I don't want to die with sin in my heart. I, I don't want to die. Check this out. Can I be apostolic tonight? I don't want to die having something against another preacher. Let, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. If you have something against your brother and sister or against the preacher, we're talking about the angel of the Lord, and if your heart's toward the Lord, the angel of the Lord's not going to offend you. I, I've never seen a heart that's toward the Lord get offended at the true preaching of the word of the Lord. They crave it. They hunger for it. I'm talking about a true sheep. They, they, they thirst. They thirst to get closer to the Lord. Praise God. Now, now have you ever heard something that, that just kind of made you mad? Anybody in the house? You probably got a true angel. You probably got a true pastor. I say we have a true pastor. Can I get a witness? I'm not saying that for bounty points. It's the truth. He's apostolic. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He's apostolic. And this is a, this is a time in our lives. I mean, I mean, it's just, it, it, this is a time in our life where we need to hear from God. 
Our hearts need to be clean. Our hands need to be pure. That when we stand behind the pulpit of God, we make sure that you hear the voice of God. Not an agenda. Not what we think an angel should be or act, but the biblical angel. Can I get a witness from somebody? And a true shepherd is going to preach against sin. Can I talk a little bit? A true person, he's going to preach against sin. Because he's concerned more about my soul than my comfort. Because if I get my soul right, I'm going to be comfortable. Because he's the prince of peace. Can I get a witness from somebody? He's the great shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Want what? I don't want. You won't want anything of the world. Not that you ain't going to use things of the world. But you won't want anything of the world. You want to hear what's going to make your soul make it to heaven. Not only that, what's going to preach to you, minister to you, to get you to God's purpose. Can I get a witness with somebody? I thank God for my pastor. Now see, hold on, I'm going to say that again. Because he's God called and not man called. You can be wife called and friend called and all of that. You can even preach for people that like you. That's not a true angel. You are, a minister, a true minister is called to please God. And if you're carnal and you and I come to church so that I can really feel good, I'm going to be offended and I may not come back for a little while. But if my heart is toward the Lord, yeah, and I understand that's my man of God, that he's called to preach to make sure I make it to heaven. Talk to me, preacher. And, and truth don't have to be mean. It comes from a good spirit. Can I get a witness from somebody? Now, when I say this, I'm going to say it again. I thank God for my pastor. I think we should stand because the angels of the Lord are here. I'm not saying it for bounty points. I don't want to miss it. I don't want my man of God to put the veil over his face. I want you, I want to see the glory of God. Don't hide nothing from me. I want everything God has for me, don't you? Praise the Lord. I want when he goes to pray and seek the Lord and he comes out with his face shining, a fresh word from God because he's been to the mountaintop. Praise the Lord. And he has a heartbeat for souls and he's saturated with the presence of God and the burden of the Lord. And he stands behind the pulpit and says, thus saith the Lord. I don't want him to put the bail, Pastor Cody. I, I don't want to do that to you as a man of God, our assistant pastor. And, and wait a minute, hold up. Let me just stop right here. And I feel peace about doing it. I want every preacher to stand up. Every minister and preacher to stand up. Every one of them. You see these men right here? You need to pray for them. And if you, if you feel called to, you need to fast for them. Because if the devil can shut their mouths, we ain't going to hear from God. Well, I said if the devil shuts their mouth, we ain't going to hear from God. We need to hear from God right now. And in the last days, that preacher's voice needs to be the most important thing that you want to hear. Can I get a witness? Somebody in the house. Come on, give God some glory tonight. Come on, this is an apostolic house. Give God the glory. Preach to me. Don't put the veil over your face. Talk to me. Don't hide nothing, preacher. Yeah, they, they tried, they tried to, uh, they tried to uh, change Moses' heart. It talks about it in Matthew. 
He said, you know, you gave a bill to divorce me. He said, not so. It's because the hardness of your heart. You were stiff-necked. You were hard-hearted. And your heart tried to change the preacher <laughs> into what you thought the preacher was called to be. Can I get a witness from somebody? I'm not taking my man of God for granted. <laughs> because if you do, we're going to be lost. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to be lost when God puts an elder in my life. When God, come on, somebody. If you're a preacher, you need your pastor's voice first. And if God really trusts you, you don't have your own agenda, he's going to send you a prophet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this all right tonight? Heard from God and came out and did, they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it. He put a veil over his face. And I'm saying to God, God, please let my heart be so right that when my man of God preaches, Lord God, that I don't, put, I don't make him put a veil over his face. But I want to hear everything that you have to say, whether it's bitter or it's sweet. Whether it's bitter or it's sweet. Because you're going to have both of them if he's a true angel. Because some mean pre... And I'm here to say to you in the Holy Ghost, we have a true angel in this church. And we got great ministers in this church. And there is an arrow, a big arrow and a punch going after preachers and going after shepherds and going after men of God. And I'm tired of it in Jesus' name. The man of God ain't, ain't liked in the political realm. He is a man of God that is called to watch over my soul. And I'm saying to God, God, let him preach everything to me, don't fail. Don't put a veil over his face. Hallelujah. Don't put a veil over his face. I don't want to do that. Pastor Cody, I want to put a veil over your face. I don't want to see you just as Cody, no disrespect, but you are a man of God. These men are men of God. Can I get a witness from somebody? And angels watch you. Spirit world watches you to see how you respect authority. I'm not talking about dictatorship. I'm talking about somebody that's filled with the Holy Ghost that's called to preach the word of God to you. And I, that we get everything God's called us to have. Come on, let's stand to our feet and give God the glory. Come on, if I'm preaching truth right now, we should give God the glory. Hallelujah. Come on, that sounds, that feels right. Hallelujah, that's the message. Don't put a veil over the man of God's face. Preach to me, preacher. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Tell me something cute when I ain't right. Tell me the real. If God's blessing me, tell me, man of God, the hand of the Lord is upon me. Don't be afraid to tell me because I'm carnal. So many things in the man of God's spirit, he can't say it to you because you may, you may be carnal. I don't, I don't want to be carnal. Listen to me. The, the anointing can be entertaining, but the glory is costly. Can we talk a little bit? The glory is costly. And you have men like Pastor Bounds, that literally give his life for the gospel. And, and listen, don't, don't scratch your head, don't look around, don't be like, mm, all of that. More likely, I'm preaching to you. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm not, listen, if I never preach the truth, don't listen to anything I got to say. But if I'm preaching the truth, we should glorify God. Yes. Praise the Lord. Now I'm going to say this, and I'm almost done. I'm going to say this. That, that, that's the message right there. I ain't got to preach no more, Pastor Cody. Don't put a, here's the word of the Lord to this church. Are you ready? Don't, don't put a veil over the man of God's face. 
have a good relationship that he can speak to you. Music can come. Let the music come. I'm done. That's a word from God. That's not a word of being cute or studied up. That's a word being on your face before God. That's apostolic. A fresh word from God. Can I get a witness from somebody? And listen, we're going to pray for our man of God, right? We're going to pray for, for our, our ministers in this church, right? Because that's the most important voice that we need to hear is the man of God's voice. I can't say it enough. This is not biased where I'm standing in the spirit. It's the truth. We shouldn't be nonchalant. Calls a prayer meeting, calls a revival, calls us to go the little extra mile or says something that maybe didn't feel right or, or it made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. So be it. So be it. Hallelujah. Because the, the, the truth be known, Pastor Cody, you know what I'm getting ready to say, man of God. Pastor Cody, if it wasn't for, for Pastor Bounds' ministry, we wouldn't be here, brother. No, that, no, don't buck up on me now. Let me say it again. Don't buck up on me now. If it wasn't for that man of God's ministry, most everybody in this church wouldn't be here. Come on, somebody. He was there when your marriage fell apart. Come on. He was there when you was getting ready to walk away from God. He was there when you was getting ready to lay down your ministry. He said, no, you're called to preach. Pick it up. We need your voice. Hallelujah. He was there when you talked about him and the, and the angels heard and the, and the Holy Ghost heard. And he might have do too. But because he's a true shepherd, he takes the low road and he hugs your necks. He doesn't pastor off of just emotion or just personality. You can't do that. You got to pastor in the spirit. Can I get a witness from somebody? You got to know what the Holy Ghost is dealing with the person about. Because the Holy Ghost forms us and shapes us into who we're called to be. And that's like Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Aren't you glad that your pastor didn't give up on you? Now listen, listen, before we go any further in the Holy Ghost, in the spirit world, and I'm not talking about just this moment. I'm talking about other services and where the Lord's leading us and I took seriously what you said this morning, Pastor Cody. Taking time to pray and seek the face of the Lord. Can't get no better than that. We need to have a respect. I'm hitting it right there. Some people said amen when Pastor Cody was preaching this morning about, oh, he, God wants to know the issue and the problem. Okay, here we go. We need to have a respect. the ministry listen to me I'm saying out of love I, my spirit right Pastor Cody my spirit right congregation you judge me we need to have a respect for the ministry for the elders if it wasn't for that elder right there the ministry of prayer a true angel God sends them intercessors <laughs> he comes, Satara, ye, come, Satay. 
Hear the word of the Lord. Put not a veil over my man of God's face. There's things that he has withheld to say to you. Because <laughs> you made him put the veil on. Whew. Come on, I want you to pray. This word's germinating right now. I don't need to say anymore. <laughs> Come on. Come on, let's be apostolic. They had perpetual revival because they were, were in one heart, in one mind. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, for your spirit. But if it wasn't for the voice of a man of God, I wouldn't understand how to lay down things, walk into the spirit. <laughs> Come on, I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Spirit of the Lord. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Come on, God's renewing your relationship with your pastor in a fresh way. Hold on for one second. Let me say this. There's scriptures that talk about he speaks as an oracle of God. That's kind of like if God was in the flesh right here speaking to you. You take the word of God literally like that from your man of God. Because the word works if you work the word. Praise the Lord. Now I thank God for a man of God that's not about position or money or power. I thank God for a man of God that God trusts his voice in our movement because we need his voice in our movement. Come on, somebody. I should have got a hearty amen right there because if God trusts his voice going around, right? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor Cody, I want you to come. I want you to pray over the people just like you said to me I love you and I told you I had your back and I mean that I mean that and we'll say we, we're called say, say this we're called to respect the ministry and, and I want you to look at somebody before you come and pray Pastor Cody I want you to look at somebody right in the face listen to Brother Nehemiah look, look at him right in the face and say, don't put a veil over his face. Do y'all hear what the Spirit's saying to the church? Pastor Cody, would you come? I'm done. How many, how many appreciate the man of God? Come on, can I get a witness from somebody? 
talking about, I'm going to say this, I'm rambling. You talk about, oh, you know, I'm going to church and maybe this, that, and the other. Well, start, and it might not be what you want it to be. Start fasting and praying about that church. More likely, it's your heart that's going to change. Can I get a witness from somebody? Because any service that you're in, you need to pray for it and saturate it and pray for your man of God. Because preaching, you fight battles when you're preaching. We, you fought two of them this morning and did a great job. Praise the Lord, did a great job. Hallelujah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I've done, I, I fought a battle in McConnellsville today. We won't, we're gonna have one get baptized in Jesus' name. It's been a full house and I, I thank the Lord for it. Here's another battle. And when he prays, I want you to lift your heart with your hand. Because listen to me, listen to me preachers. True sonship is costly. You can't fake it. Can I get a witness of somebody? And you want the same anointing as your man of God? I do. I pray for it. God, let me preach like my pastor preaches. God, the same anointing that's in his spirit, let me be in my spirit. Let me say what he would say when I address his people that he's called the pastor. Can I get a witness of somebody? And don't get it twisted. When you get up here and preach, like that was a word that God gave you. No, 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 no. He could have gave it to the man of God, but what God did was went like this and threw it into you. God can easily have him preach the same message that you preach and that I preach. Can I get a witness from somebody? It's the truth anyhow. And you keep what you respect. You keep what you respect. And you just get for a moment, an anointing for a moment when you don't respect it. But when you keep it and you respect it. Praise the Lord. Lift your heart with your hands. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. We receive your word tonight, O oh God. We understand your word, Exodus 34, where Moses hid his face from the people, Lord. We don't want there to be a veil. We don't want there to be a veil over the man of God. I pray, O oh Lord, that everything in my spirit would be open to everything that he has received from you. I pray, God, that every one of us in this building would not place a veil over him. God, but that we would give him total liberty to speak into our lives, to speak into our families, to speak into our children. I pray that we would give him total liberty, God, to do exactly what you have called him to do. God, in an hour of political correctness, we cannot afford, Lord, for our man of God to be muted for our man of God to be cautious or careful about preaching your word. I pray, oh Lord, that we would, that we would amen him, not just, not just in word, but in our spirit, in our hearts, God, that we would desire the sincere milk of the word of God. I pray, oh Lord, that you would speak to him concerning me. I pray, come on, pray this. I pray, oh God, that you would speak to him concerning my life. Speak to him concerning my children. Speak to him concerning my spouse. God, give him a word for my family. If I'm ever off track, if I'm ever off course, Lord, I pray that there would be an open communication, that there would be an open, God, an openness in my spirit to receive, oh God, your word for my life. 
I pray, oh God, that you would put this word in the soil of my heart tonight. Plant this word in the soil of my heart in a generation that is losing honor and losing respect for authority. I pray, God, that it would be restored to us tonight. I pray that it would be restored to every teenager in this room tonight. I pray that it would be restored, God, to every every five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven-year-old tonight, God. I pray that we would be baptized with honor and respect, oh God. Help us, help us, help us, oh God. Help us, oh Lord. Oh God, you were not too, you were not too great, oh Lord, to not be subject unto the Father. God, you came in flesh and was subject to the Father. God, and I pray that we would never get to a place where we don't need a voice in our lives, where we don't need corrected, and where we don't need steered, oh God. I pray, oh Lord, tonight, put it in us, oh God. Put this word in us tonight, oh Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, right now we pray for our pastor. Come on, join me. Right now we pray for the angel of this church. We pray for the man of God tonight. We understand that his role is greater and bigger than just this house. We're thankful that you have called him here. We're grateful for what he is doing and what he has done. God, we pray right now for this man. We pray, oh God, that we would not be a hindrance to what you have called him to do, but that we would propel him, that we would push him in prayer, that we would push him, oh God, in our faithfulness to you, oh Lord. Help us, oh God. Help us, oh God. We pray for him tonight. We pray strength and virtue into him. We pray strength and virtue into Sister Bounds, oh God, and Lincoln and Sawyer and Jillian and Finn. Oh God, we pray for their parents tonight, oh Lord. We pray, oh Jesus, that you would give them a mountaintop experience as you did Moses. Give them a mountaintop experience, oh Lord. Help us, oh God. Give us wisdom to take care of tables. Give us wisdom to serve the daily administration of this church. Give us wisdom, oh God, to do what we are called to do so he can be separated unto you in the mountain. Help us, oh God. Lord, we pray for them tonight. We lift them tonight, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let it be so. Let it be done tonight, oh God. Oh, we love you tonight and we magnify you tonight. Oh Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I think it'd be all right if you grabbed your family. If your family was nearby, I think it'd be all right, dads and husbands, if you got your family near you. I think it'd be all right. If we prayed over our family, something something that was so powerful in my home growing up, something that was so powerful in my home growing up is that there was never there was never a contradictory voice from my father and my pastor everything that my pastor preached over the pulpit was echoed at home everything everything i don't know if my my dad and my mom agreed with everything i I don't know because i would have never known I would have never known. Did y'all hear me? I would have never known because all that I heard from my parents 
was if pastor said it, it's right. If pastor said it, we're going to do it. This home is going to participate in it. And the reason as a church kid I am still here is because the yay from the pulpit was an amen at home. I want us to pray as families that every yay from this pulpit would be an amen at home. Every word from this pulpit would be an amen at home. You're gonna see, you're gonna see growth in your family and your in your children. You're gonna see growth in your spouse. You're gonna see growth in you. If everything, every yay from this pulpit would be an amen at home, you're gonna see it. Our families, I want you to get together. We're gonna pray. We're gonna make a commitment tonight that every promise, every word that comes over this pulpit from our man of God will be a yay at home. We'll be in agreement at home. I want us to make that commitment tonight. Lord, in Jesus' name. Come on, let's do that right now. In Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.